Hello everybody, it's Michelle here. Hey, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Today, you know what? I'm going to be completely 100% honest with you as I always strive to be. Today has been a day. <laughs> I got up early. I attended a, a networking meeting, had a lovely time. I, I really, really appreciated meeting um, new partners this morning and it was great conversation. And then I came home. And it's summertime here where I live and my children are out of school. And I can just tell you that, whew, man, I, I'm so glad to be on this call, partly because um, I'm not around my children. You know, absence grows, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? Uh, my husband actually came, took him away to, to do some evening activities tonight, which I am so appreciative of. Uh, I just need a moment, right? And I thought, man, if I'm going to have a moment, I would love to share it with you. So uh, tonight I want to talk to you about the freedom that comes from really good feedback. So a lot of people have this kind of hate-hate relationship with feedback because they equate feedback as criticism, you know, um, so this morning in my networking uh, meeting, I had a, a very young guy. He's he's new to our group, just really, you know, fresh out of out of school, um, out in the in the workforce. And it was his turn to kind of give a presentation of his business. Right. So he had about 10 minutes. And, and beforehand, he came up and he said, Michelle, can you help me out? Um, I know you do a lot of speaking and I would just love for you to, to you know, critique me. And I said, well, um, I'm happy to, to provide some feedback for you. I said, just so you know, uh, my philosophy is that, you know, I'm not going to critique you in the way that you think. I'm not going to tell you all of the things that you did wrong or bad, because first of all, I don't believe that, that that's true at all. I believe, especially in the, in the public speaking realm, you know, when you get up and you speak, Hey, we're all on a journey, right? Whether you're comfortable or not. When I first started it many years ago, I was not comfortable and I had to grow into it, right? Um, so I don't think anybody who who gets up is is bad or wrong, okay? You're just in a different spot in your journey. And I said, I would be happy to provide you some feedback. And uh, those of us who are in the John Maxwell team, uh, we have received training directly from John Maxwell and our speaking coaches about giving feedback. And so it really made me think about that. And, and after he gave his, his 10 minute and then later in the, in the meeting, he said, Hey, what did you think? And I'm like, Oh yeah, let's, you know, I was able to list five things that he did really well. And he said, okay, well, what did I do wrong? And I said, you didn't do anything wrong, but those were the five things you did really, really well. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, and I was like, do you want me to tell you something that you did, did bad or wrong? And he's like, well, yeah, kind of, I want to get better. And I said, okay, well, uh, so the one thing that we talked about was, um, the idea of having, um, spikes in your, your talk. So I'll just briefly explain this. So if you were to look at somebody's like a, a picture or a graph of somebody's presentation, so let's say in this podcast, if you were sitting down and you were graphing out this podcast, every time I would tell a story, right, that that's like a spike in, in a graph. And maybe the story is really fun and exciting. And then I tell a part where, ooh, 
this is the part that's not so good, right? And so that brings the emotion down. Or you could look at the tonality of my voice, right? When I'm speaking in a high tone, that would be a, a spike or a low tone. Or perhaps the speed of my voice, right? Am I talking really fast or am I pausing? You see? So there is a method, and I'm not going to explain, explain all that now, but basically you graph the person's presentation and you want to see multiple spikes because sameness is the death of speakers. So anytime you're giving a presentation of any kind, this could be at work, this could be at your church, this could be in your community, um, you want to make sure that as you're speaking, nothing stays the same for too long. Okay? That's when people start to get bored. Anyway, I digress. And so the point is that I was able to help him understand he had some great spikes and there were opportunities to have more. Okay? So the feedback I gave him was positive and it's going to lead him into a more positive place. He's going to get better. Okay? So in, in the last couple of weeks, we've really been focusing on the power of other people in our life, right? And we need to talk about feedback because... When we're thinking about those four corners, so if you've been following us for the last week or so, we've been talking about this idea of four corners. So we are all people like cell phones. We are seeking a good connection. Okay, so in corner one, we have no connection at all. There's isolation. In corner two, there is a bad connection, right? There's lots of static. So you're connected, but it's not good, right? So arguments, criticism, that kind of thing. Corner three feels good, but it's not really good for you. So think about things like addictions, right? It feels good in the moment, but not good for you. Or relationships that are a little bit toxic. Maybe maybe they help you feel good in the moment, but they're not really good for you, right? And then corner four is we really want to be as fast as possible and as long as possible with as many people as possible. So this is the place where you are have a genuine, authentic, honest relationship. So when we're talking about mm -hmm. the idea of giving feedback, um, first of all, I love this quote by Ken Blanchard. It says, feedback is the breakfast of champions. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. So what he's talking about there is that anybody who is a high performer, so anybody who has been able to reach a high performance level in their job, um, let's say, you know, an athlete, uh, an entertainer, a leader, a boss, a business owner, um, the people who are able to perform their role at a high level have all been given great feedback. All right, so let me just share with you briefly what happens in each of these corners with feedback. So in corner one, that's that isolation place, right? There's actually no feedback here at all, okay? Now, if you are in a time of your life, especially sometimes, let's say, just talk about work for a moment, okay? Maybe it's been really, really stressful. You've been in this place of, of high stress for a really long time, um, it's tempting to go into corner one and not be around people. 
if you have received a, a ton of negative feedback, so not very helpful feedback, you might want to be in corner one where nobody can give you feedback of any kind, right? There's also no vulnerability in this area. So because nobody's giving you feedback, you don't have to be open. However, there's also no growth here. So it might feel good in the moment. You might think that it's a good thing. However, if you really want to grow, you're going to have to step out of that uh, self-determined comfort zone you've created. Okay? Now, in corner two, you know, the feedback you receive in corner two when you have these just negative interactions, um, honestly, it, it kind of makes you feel bad. Okay? Now, please don't, let me just preface this. I have a mentor who says, if somebody makes you mad, sad, or glad, you've been had. And so the idea is that only you get to decide how you're going to feel. Okay? I thoroughly believe that. Okay? Now, when you have interactions with somebody in, in corner two, the feedback they give you is often hurtful or um, given to you in a way to make you or try to make you feel inferior, right? So that other person feels like, um, I'm going to put you in your place, okay? Now, instinctively, we all understand this is typically what happens when you're being criticized, right? And we don't want that. Now, in corner three, feedback is often dishonest. And dishonest can be in the way of, for example, um, let's say that you are in an emotionally abusive relationship. Now, it could be with your significant other. It could be with a friend, right? Something's toxic. So the feedback that you give could not, uh, may not be honest in the, in the fact that um, that person's maybe telling you something that just isn't true about you. Okay? Or it could be dishonest in the form of flattery. So for example, if you are a leader or a boss or supervisor, manager, that kind of thing at work, and you have somebody on your team um, that I consider is a yes man, so they are constantly um, agreeing with everything that you say, right? If you come up with an idea, it's like the best idea in the whole world. If you say, we're going to do this thing this way, they agree with it wholeheartedly. They never have any sort of uh, contrary feedback for you or a different idea. Now, the reason why this is a corner three feedback, because I can hear somebody already, well, Michelle, that sounds great. If they're going to give me feedback and tell me how wonderful I am, why don't I want that? Well... There are many of my coaching clients who are having issues right now in their businesses and in their teams because they have yes men who have ushered them into an utter failure. So when we're talking about feedback, we want genuine, honest, authentic feedback. Now, if the genuine, honest, authentic feedback tends to come to us in a positive form, well, all right then, right? However, we need people who are going to tell us the truth. If I'm about to make a really big mistake, 
I want somebody to step in and say, mm, let's think about this for a minute. Okay. So corner four uh, is, it really demands three things. First of all, it feedback in order to be crucial to performance needs to be immediate and helpful. Okay, so you can't sit around forever to give that feedback and it needs to be helpful. So how is it helpful? Well, in these three ways. It needs to be caring, so you actually care for that person, honest, and results-based. Okay, so caring just means, hey, don't, don't be hurtful with your words. Okay, now you don't have to beat around the bush and use a ton of words to, to help somebody not feel bad, but just don't be hurtful. You know, have your intention, your motivation be there to support this person, okay? And honest. It's honest because, you know, you want to say things directly, okay? You want to say things directly and, and within inside your relationship so that other person understands, hey, listen, this is an issue, and I really want to bring this to your attention, right? And that it's result-based, meaning that you are always looking for how is this thing going to help this person achieve the outcome or result that they say they want, okay? So it's focusing on maybe a behavior change and that better result. For example, uh, I remember a couple years ago, I had a friend, uh, a mentor more than a friend, I guess, and I, we were meeting for coffee at one of our regularly scheduled times, and I was sharing with her, you know, this is where I think I'm going to go in my business. And she said, Michelle, can we pause for just a minute? And as soon as she said, can we pause, my, my initial reaction was, oh, no, I'm in trouble. Like, what have I done? Right? And I realized looking back on that moment, it was because I was really looking for somebody to criticize me. Because my past conditioning had told me that when somebody says, pause, let's think, that I'm going to be wrong or bad, okay? And I know that this person cares for me. We have this corner for a relationship. And I said, yeah, what do you notice, you know? Um, and she was very honest. And she said, Michelle, um, you know, you've laid out this really logical plan. And uh, I don't see its connection with the ultimate goals that you say that you want. And of course, I tried to justify it and make it fit. And she says, yeah, I still don't see it. And, you know, I was kind of getting a little, a little ticked off. And then I just sat back and I was like, okay, this person is my mentor for a reason. And she cares about me. And, and we have a proven record of her caring about me in all kinds of situations. And she knows the business and the field that I'm working in all right, Michelle, it's time to get over, you know, whatever's in the way here and say, hmm, I need to think about this. And I tell you what, I am so glad that I was humble and I was open and I allowed this person to speak into my life because if, if that did not happen, you literally would not be hearing my voice right now. I would not be able to be building the business that I'm building. I would definitely not be able to have the impact that I'm having all around the world. So this is the value of corner four relationships and feedback. Because you can't go to the next level of performance, whatever that is, whether in your personal or your professional life, 
until you embrace feedback. However, the key here is that your feedback comes from the right place. Okay, so if you don't have feedback, so corner one, it's not going to help you, right? If you have bad feedback, so it's not helpful, it's actually hurting you, that's not going to get you your results. If you have people in your life who are, who are lying to you, telling you something about yourself that's not true, or who are flattering you, so not telling you the things that you need to know, that's not going to increase your performance. The only thing that's going to help you be the best person you want to be, have the best relationships you want to be, be the healthiest person, the wealthiest person, the, the fittest and, and reach your potential person, whatever that looks like to you, is by having those genuine, honest, authentic relationships where they give you positive and negative feedback in a caring and honest way. Okay, so my homework assignment for you for this week is to think about who in your life gives you really great feedback. So not just who gives you feedback, but who gives you really great feedback. And if there's somebody who does that for you, would you do me a favor? Would you just reach out to them and, and tell them thank you? Tell them thank you and how their ability to give you feedback is helping you, okay? That um, place of, of, of being grateful for that and sending that gratitude to another person, that literally changes the world. So, so just do that for me, would you? And if you go through and you, you do this kind of inventory and you realize, I don't, I don't have that person in my life. Okay, well, ask yourself why. Because sometimes it could be that person's there, you're just not kind of entering into the spirit of this feedback thing. Or it could be that maybe the people in your current environment are not those corner four people. So where could you go to find folks that could be supportive of you? All right. Thank you so much for just being the people that you are. Um, Honestly, just the knowing that somebody is out there listening or will listen to this podcast. Um, you know, I remember when I got on and I said, oh, this is, it's been a day and the kids and I feel so much better. Um, just talking about something like this tonight and knowing that it's going to help somebody else just puts me in a much better mindset. And I really appreciate the opportunity. And I really appreciate all of the those in the audience who, who are listening. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, with that, I'm going to release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.